Welcome. Thanks for tuning in to the Cinephiles Digest podcast. My name is Matt. This is Tom. And this is Travis. So how's it going, guys? It's been a while. What's uh, What's been up with you? It has been a while. Uh, story time? Do we want to kick it off? Didn't you Didn't you have a... You had a... Uh, oh, your ticket story yes. you wanted to tell, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's okay. talk about this. I can ticket? start off Like movie this. ticket? No. Uh, Concert tickets. Yeah. Um, we're going to see Tool at the gorge yes, yes. We're, we're outing ourselves as tool fans right now so hopefully we don't lose we either too just many lost listeners. all of our fans or gained two fans do <laughs> do uh tool groupies have like a, a term are they like tool heads toopies <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but anyway so we're going to tool so i bought six tickets when it went on sale that was the maximum amount you could buy it sold out in about two seconds so i thought they'd be a pretty hot item I didn't have plans for those two tickets, but I figured I could sell them, worst case scenario. <laughs> and that's what I decided to do. So I posted them on Craigslist, and someone contacted me, and we met up. And I posted them for $200 each, and they were about $100 face value. So mm-hmm. I was trying to make a profit. <laughs> As double, double the yeah. face value. <laughs> I mean, when somebody buys six tool tickets... You gotta imagine they're trying to make a profit. Well, a couple of four things. of them were spoken for, so <laughs> to be fair. Um, but anyway, so the guy met up with me, and he's like, "Oh man, thanks for meeting with me. Uh, I can't believe those scalpers were wanting like 180 for a ticket." And I was like, "Oh god, this is awkward." I was like, "I actually wanted 200 each." He's like, "What? What? No, that can't be right. That can't be right." So he looked it up on his phone. He's like, God damn it. He's like, you fucking scalpers. And he stood up and just stormed out of the door. And he's like, fuck this guy. As he like walked out of the door. What? <laughs> Where was this? This is at McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, the setting is very important for my oh mental picture. So I was a little nervous because the guy was pretty big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to wait till he leaves before I go outside. And as I'm waiting... Some drifter shows Drifter? <laughs> well, he shows up. You know what a drifter looks like. Well, yeah. So he sits down next to me, and he's like, what's up? I'm like, hey. He's like, just eating some fries. I'm like, that's cool. He's like, yeah, that's all I get here. I'm like, all right. And I didn't know what to say, so I just started a conversation with him because he sat down at my table. I'm like, so you live around here? He's like, no, I just kind of come and go as I please. Oh, uh, awesome classic answer. drifter. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I just live right over there. And he's like, "Man, how do you afford it?" And I was like, "I work. I don't know. <laughs> got a decent paying job. I don't know. <laughs> how else do people afford it?" Yeah. Things? I was like, "It is expensive, though. I I agree." And he's like, "Man, you should get a boat and just find someone that you know who lives on Lake Washington and just pay them to dock your boat." And I was like, "Yeah, it's probably easier said than done." <laughs> And we started talking for a bit, and then as we were talking, the guy who I was trying to sell the tickets to came back, and he's like, will you do 150 <laughs> And I was like, uh... And I didn't really want to, because I knew I could get 200 and I was like, you know what, I feel kind of bad, because he drove from Everett to Mercer Island oh, at like 5 o'clock. Damn. Jesus. So traffic was pretty <clears throat> shitty. Did he just not understand like the quantity? Like, he saw 200 and he thought it was for both Yeah, because I okay. did the original posting at 200 but then mm-hmm. in my description, I said 200 each. Because mm-hmm. if you put 400 as your title, right, you're not right. going to get any no, clicks. That's, that's standard practice. <laughs> yeah. So he comes back, and I agree to 150 because 
I just, I kind of felt bad and I was already going to be making money. So whatever. So he's like, okay, I have to go over to QFC and get some extra money and I'll be right back. Okay. So he comes back and he's like, you know, I'll go ahead and give you 175. He's like, I feel kind of bad for the way I acted. (laughs) Wow. You guys are just both so generous to each other. Meanwhile, the drifter's just eating there, eating his fries. (laughs) He kind of just became a, uh, observer at that point. Yes. (laughs) And, uh, oh, actually, no, he did start talking to us a little bit more and was saying that he was hyped up on uh, Adderall and he was going to go play dodgeball at the local community center. <laughs> the drifter guy said that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the guy comes back with the money and we're going to do the exchange. And then I realized I was I was trying to transfer the tickets over Ticketmaster, you know, like the e-tickets. And I realized I did print at home, but it took me forever to figure that out. So... We were, I was just sitting there troubleshooting, trying to get the tickets transferred over. And then uh, he realized they were print tickets, and he's like, well, I don't really trust print tickets. And I was like, yeah, that's understandable. So he goes to the bathroom, and I'm kind of bummed. I'm like, fuck, what am I going to do with these tickets now? <laughs> so he comes back out. I'm like, all right, I got one last offer for you. I was like, I'll sell them for $150. i will go print them at the library, come back, and then I'll sell them to you. I was like, I'm not going to screw you over and you know, sell them to someone else too. And he's like, you know what? You seem like a pretty trustworthy guy. It's like, you got yourself a deal. <laughs> and then that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I love this whole interaction. Yeah. He's actually turned out to be a pretty cool guy though. You guys are friends now. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I might buy gonna... him a beer if I see him there. <laughs> yeah. I hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. Every Saturday at McDonald's. You guys have breakfast together, 7.30. Such a weird interaction, though, and it took me about an hour to sell those fucking tickets. And that drifter was like, oh, I see how you afford that fucking apartment. (laughs) Rich piece of shit. Scalping all these honest folks. That's awesome. All right. Well, so we should say uh, we are now recording using a mixer. So that is going to drastically cut down on our editing time. So since we're... So far behind on episodes right now because the editing is super tedious and we fucking hate it. Tell them how long it takes. It takes so that with the setup we had before, one episode, tip like start to finish, typically takes about seven to eight hours to edit. Yeah, when you said six and I was trying to edit, I was like, "That's pretty generous." It's just, yeah, sometimes <laughs> this is a slog. <laughs> I've done it in six, but it's yeah, it's a lot. But it's also super tedious and really boring. So if you could just like knock it out, that's one thing. But I can yeah. only do it like an hour at a time, so it takes forever. So we fell way behind, and we were trying to dig out of the hole. So what we're gonna do is moving forward. Now the editing time is gonna be drastically reduced. These episodes are going to start going up like within a couple days after we record. So we're going to trickle out those old episodes as we go. But this is episode 10, right? I guess I should have said that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Is. Episode 10. So the episodes are going to start coming out more consistently, but we'll still we'll get those old ones out there. But yeah. you know, it's the uh, one crew member who did not edit a single thing. Hey, well, that's off to you. <laughs> I tried to edit something and it went terribly yeah, wrong. I watched it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I wasted six to eight hours of my life. (laughs) And it has to be redone. (laughs) Yeah, because you're going to have to start from scratch. So that one will take a while. But anyway, we'll we'll get those episodes out just so they can be there. It's a uh, rocky start, but we'll get this figured out. Yeah, but now we're legit. I mean, we got a fucking mixer now. We all have mics. Tom bought his own mics. We just need a soundproof studio. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Travis's (laughs) kitchen ain't cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I should say, 
Today's feature review is going to be Alien Covenant, latest installment in the Alien franchise. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about some other stuff we've been watching. Um, but we should also talk about on one of the episodes that will be coming out, uh, we had a summer movie draft. So essentially what that was was we went around the table and we all picked movies from a big list of releases coming out this summer. <clears throat> And the goal is we each ended up with five movies and we're going to add up the domestic box office gross for each and whoever gets the highest gross is going to win the summer movie draft. So Travis, you have the list pulled up from the movies that we ended up with, right? Yeah. You want me to read them off? Yeah, yeah. All right. So I'll start with my picks. So I picked Guardians, Alien Covenant, Spider-Man Homecoming, The Mummy. I guess I did pick The Mummy. Fuck. <laughs> Damn. Captain I Underpants as my dark oh, horse. Oh, God. Captain <laughs> Underpants. Did you, have, you, have you seen that trailer? No. It's, it really, looks pretty bad. Really dark horse. <sighs> that doesn't matter, though, when it comes That's to That's a dead movies. horse. It's not a dark horse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And Tom went with uh, Transformers The Last Night. Yes. Pirates. Yes. Dunkirk. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that one. King Arthur. Uh, yeah, oh, yes. killing it. <laughs> killing its way out of the theaters. One of the all-time great box office bombs. It's yeah. going to be huge. Oh, it's going to be a cult classic in 10 years. <laughs> Just you wait. And your dark horse is the Dark Tower. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then I think Matt is just going to fucking slaughter oh, us. Yeah. He no. has Cars 3, Despicable Me 3, Wonder Woman, War of the Planet of the Apes, and Baywatch. Those, all five of those movies are going to make a shitload of money. Well, Baywatch could go either way, I guess, but... I think people it's will see it. It's The Rock, Zac Efron. I think people will see it. Yeah. yeah. Because they're going to be like, that movie looks so dumb that I have to see it. <laughs> it does look bad. I haven't even seen a trailer good. yet. I have. It It, it sounds kind of like what, they're do- what they did with 21 Jump Street. Yeah, kind of. Or the television it, just, I read the Baywatch. plot and it sounded similar. It definitely looks worse than 21 Jump Street. But, <laughs> um, so yeah, well, as we move forward... And those movies start coming out. We'll 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 debrief. So we'll see how that goes. But that episode will come out. Do we want to but... catch them up on the Rotten Tomatoes game, or just let them hear them as they come out? Um. Well, yeah. So what did we miss? So the last episode that was posted with the old editing style was the Life episode. So that was when I got assigned Trash Humpers. Yep. Uh, I won't talk about Trash Humpers, but I did not like it. One could say it's the worst movie I've ever seen, but we'll get around to that later. Um, and then after that... It was Vampire Academy. I assigned Vampire Academy, so Tom watched that. So that'll be on one of the episodes. Hidden Gem. Yeah. And then 13th Warrior is what Tom assigned, but you didn't get a chance to watch it before the last episode. Right. So you're going to talk about it on this episode. Yep. And then was there one more? No, it's my pick, and I picked Time Crimes, and okay. Matt had to watch that. And he'll be talking about that today. So I'll talk about that later. So is that up to speed? Is that everything yeah. that we've missed out on? Yeah. Okay, cool. So uh, we're going to start things off before we review Alien Covenant. Uh, Tom and Travis rewatched Alien and Aliens, and all three of us rewatched Prometheus. Mm-hmm. So we'll just have like a general discussion of the Alien franchise since you guys rewatched it in anticipation of this new one and i haven't seen those movies oh Never. alien or aliens 
Right, only Prometheus. I mean, I'd seen like bits and pieces when they were on TV. Right, and I just yeah. like came into the in the room or whatever, but never the full movie all the way through. Right. Okay. Well, so should we start there? I mean, you guys watch Alien and Aliens. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, you had seen them, bef- Travis. You've seen them before, right? Yeah, but not very many times. I didn't see them when I was younger, but I did watch them for the first time a few years ago when the Blu-ray set came out, and yeah. I believe I've watched them one other time. So this is probably my third time seeing them. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, I really liked Alien. I thought Alien, yeah, the 1979 was really good it still holds up for sure <clears throat> yeah and aliens was really good too it didn't quite captivate me as much as as the first one did i agree it's a little long it, yeah and it's more action-packed which <clears throat> it's an action isn't film. necessarily a bad thing but yeah there are two different types of movies yeah uh and aliens sometimes looked better to me i don't know when they would show like the spaceships i watched them back-to-back nights i guess i wasn't really paying that much attention to it but when I watched Aliens, it was like, oh, maybe they had some new technology that they were using, but it actually yeah, didn't really. turn out as well or something. Yeah. I mean, even the Xenomorph looks really good in the first Alien. You can yeah. tell it's someone in a suit, yeah. but it's still, <laughs> yeah, that was it still looks really cool. <laughs> yeah. And there's just like the level of artistry involved in Alien mm-hmm. is just so much yeah. higher than like Aliens is more of just like a popcorn totally. like action movie. And it's, totally. I do like Aliens, but I think yeah. it's kind of overrated. Alien was suspenseful you know and the uh it's very claustrophobic too like the way it's shot totally feels like there's the, not a lot of space in the ship uh-huh. well and this, the design of the ship too i mean it's lots of long narrow hallways it's not very high ceilings you know like so that definitely lends to the, the claustrophobic yeah. feeling in the movie yeah i thought also just like the character um i guess the character motivations and like the decision making uh and how everything is revealed through the plot was just pretty well done um, yeah Man, I was telling Matt this, after watching Alien and Aliens, I was like, man, life sucked even worse than I thought it did. (laughs) Because all those little, you know, oh, that, you know, when you can tell something's just not original from a film, but I I couldn't quite place it. I'm like, I can't really think of a movie I've seen that happen in, but it feels like such a cliche. Oh my God. All the way through Alien, I was like fucking life yeah (laughs) like they're blasting aliens out of the boosters on the on the spaceship they're uh like the whole quarantine thing and and people like going into rooms they shouldn't be going into it even looks kind of like the it kind of looks like the face hugger like when it starts to get a little bigger and before that it looks like the alien in prometheus the weird like squiddy alien you know what i'm talking about oh yeah yeah, yeah. um and it's in the air ducts and shit i'm just like are you like? Are you fucking kidding me? I think me? we've seen this movie before, <laughs> and now you know you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, Alien. Alien is is super good. I I haven't watched it in a while. But... It's really lean too. Like very uh-huh. simple plot and totally. There was there were a couple of moments where I just didn't feel like it really like hit home how it could have. Like when the alien bursts out of his chest at dinner, which is kind of hilarious when it squeals away across the dinner yeah. table. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll get to that when we talk about Alien Covenant because they're 
very similar scenes to that but just like uh-huh. you can't beat like how shocking and like visceral yes that original scene was like the chest burst scene is gnarly totally. yeah especially at that time it would have been pretty insane totally oh it's very visceral i just meant the character reactions like i would have been oh. shitting my pants yeah. like they weren't there to deal with fucking aliens they were there to like mine some sort of resource yeah and then they're like <laughs> well i guess we gotta hunt that thing down <laughs> like uh is nobody gonna like cry <clears throat> somebody just fucking blew up <laughs> <laughs> uh also probably the greatest tagline of all time in space no one can hear you scream yeah <laughs> no it's just pretty good <laughs> Um, and yeah, Aliens, Aliens is, it's a fun movie, but there are people who count that among like the greatest action movies ever made. And I do not agree at all. No, no. Yeah. We talked about this a little bit. Like the action is them, you know, like some shaky camera and they're in the dark and nobody knows what's going on. And then some blowtorch stuff. And most of the action is done by four automatic machine guns that are stationed in tunnels yeah that's true <laughs> well and you mentioned that you did you bill paxton annoyed the shit out of you right yeah he did <clears throat> i mean i know that like that's what he's there to do but it just to kinda, annoy the shit out of it you. just kind of ruined it for me because you know it just felt everything the one-liners the 80s one-liners i think it was because i just wanted more of alien and you know as we've already established, it's a different type of movie. It's not there for the same types of effects. Um, right. And he's there to add some comedic relief and some, like, just over the top. You weren't ready to switch your brain over? I wasn't ready to switch my brain <laughs> over. And I'm, I just... It, he could have been funnier. I can I can handle it an option. Yeah, no, he was a little cheesy at times, but some of the stuff he says. At least give him some funny jokes, right? It's all just sort of douchey. Like, it, doesn't, <laughs> it didn't make any sense at all. <clears throat> the thing that I'd want to point out about that movie is uh, the set design looks awesome. Like everything is so developed. Alien or aliens? A- well, both, but More aliens, so aliens looks alien, really good. Aliens? Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it. I thought it was just kind of dark and kind of like muddy. Like, I, know, I didn't I, like I remember the war. It. I didn't like the planet, which was supposed to, <clears throat> I mean, it's supposed to be desolate, but right, it looked right. cheap. Yeah, I'm talking about the, the ship and the like huge warehouse looking thing at the end like everything just looks so yeah full yeah (laughs) gosh when she gets in that um that big walker thing the machine oh then yeah reminded me of something but i couldn't quite conquer's bad fur day no because they make reference to that at the end the final boss battle is you're in the suit and you're fighting an actual alien (laughs) that's how conquer's bad fur day ends i did want to say that last fight scene sucks when she's in the big yellow construction machine you get away from her you bitch yeah Yeah. (laughs) oh that was awesome but then they go up there and it's like the slowest most awkward fight where she's trying to like move the arms around but they don't move fast at all and it's like this weird like chess game (laughs) it's pretty tense when the alien gets like super close to her uh because she's in the suit so it like pushes his face up against it and she's like cowering behind it that was a cool shot yeah um i don't like the the subplot of the the little girl and ripley either really really i don't really connect with it. <laughs> i kind of like that i liked it better than the soldiers yeah i don't know i just feel like that whole part could have been cut out of the movie <coughs> and it would have been a little bit shorter and a little bit leaner yeah i also thought it was weird that these people were terraforming a planet and they didn't know that there was a giant spaceship about 10 minutes away 
I don't know. That's just me. I guess it was dark on that planet. <laughs> well, that that criticism will come up when we talk about Alien Covenant as well. Um, all right, Prometheus. Yeah. This is what we're all dying to talk about. So, it's well known that I like to shit on Prometheus. Uh, I do I do like the movie, um, but I hadn't seen it in a while. So, Travis and I were hanging out this past week. And we were going to watch something else. We were going to watch The Void, but decided to watch Prometheus instead. So we watched it in 3D. And uh, Travis, do you want to talk about how your viewing experience was with me? Well, I think you tainted it a little bit. I do think you you referred to me as a dark cloud in the room. Yes, in my living room. (laughs) Got the text message to prove it. (laughs) Well, first off, I fucking love Prometheus. Mm -hmm. I thought it was... I'd have to go back and look, but it was... If not my favorite movie of that year, it was definitely like in the top three. <laughs> and I never noticed any of the plot issues. I mean, I, I knew it wasn't a perfect movie, but it was just like a personal favorite of mine. And all the good things about it just outweigh the bad things. And I just kind of look past those bad things mm-hmm. just because the stuff that is good is just amazing. Like, I love everything about Michael Fassbender and his character, David. Mm-hmm. His performance is great. The way he looks and moves and his motivations and some of the things he brings up is all interesting to me. And the design of it looks awesome. I uh, love the visuals. That's probably the best part about it. It's still it. a pretty it's stunning movie. Like the opening yeah. with the credits where they're panning over the world and you see all the different like environments and everything. Oh my gosh, it's so gorgeous. Yeah. It's a really cool scene. And like the the storm sequence with uh it looks really cool in three D too, because you just yeah. have all this like um you know, chunks of rock and debris flying through the air and uh I, I really like the design of uh, the, like the set design, like everything from you know this, the the spacesuits that they wear to the design of the ship to the when they go underground and they yeah. discover like the the ship and everything. Everything's really really spacious. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. land the ship, it looks like it's a mile away from the place that they have to go to every day. You know, and they just walk this whole long mm-hmm. desolate. Yeah, and it has great action sequences. The best one is probably the one that you pointed out, Matt. Um, but the end has. A pretty cool sequence and what else is there in there um some of the horror stuff is cool too like when some of the characters turn yeah it, it was good i mean the scene the scene where she <laughs> most there's skeptical just, <laughs> there's just so many like there are really cool scenes but there are stupid things about them so like for example yeah. i would say oh the before we get into all the negative stuff Okay, you can keep going. I also just like the epicness of it and how grand it is. Uh, it's a very bold movie. It asks big questions. It may not answer all of them. Or any of them. But... Um, and it it is, it's like a fictional reality. So that's why I can forgive some of the stuff that doesn't maybe make 100% sense. But it's just a matter of if you're willing to let that stuff go or not. You don't think we were created by the engineers? <laughs> i'm not gonna answer that question and i do like that it's hopeful at the end um i don't want to get into alien covenant yet but that movie is very dreadful <laughs> so your description of prometheus is pretty similar to my experience because i also loved prometheus and it went down for me this is i think my third time watching it just because i did recognize a lot more 
plot issues, a lot more character issues, just weird things that, I mean, the plot is messy as hell. It is, but on the surface level, if you don't want, if you don't get too deep into it, it works. Yeah, I know, but they could have done, I mean, they could have said everything that they said in that movie without such a, I mean, obviously, without such a messy plot, but just some of the decisions that they make or why they tried to add in certain behaviors or whatever just didn't make any I don't sense. so like when yeah, I when just, I just let Matt shit on it now and then we can agree oh, and disagree yeah. as he does it. <laughs> so like when when you when you pull back and you look at like the plot and the movie as a whole, I don't really have a problem with that. It's more so like the moment to moment plot. Characters making terrible decisions. The the dialogue is very bad. There's lots of forced scenes like uh this the scene where uh Numi Rapaz's character and Logan Marshall Green are yeah. having the moment right before they have sex. It's that that was scene almost is laughable. So bad. It was laughable. I laughed. <laughs> I think I laughed because you laughed. Yeah. <laughs> like she has that line like, "Well, I can't have I can't create. What does that say about me?" Because she can't God. have babies. I or... threw up in my mouth when that <laughs> scene happened. <laughs> that was really bad. Um there's just Okay, so there's lots and lots of little things that just pull me out of the movie because they're so stupid. Mm. So that that was the biggest problem for me because I'm just getting distracted by all the bad dialogue. So some examples. Um, there's the biologist character and the geologist, and they get stranded behind during that storm. So they're just like kind of walking around exploring, and the biologist sees that the, the first like alien that they see is that like you know, thing that comes out of the water and he's like, Oh, you're so cute. Come here, hey, girl. Man. And he gets like really close to it. He's talking to it like a baby. Oh, and the other character says, how do you know it's a girl? And the biologist is like, just look at it. You can tell. Come here, girl. <laughs> like no fucking biologist would say that. But regardless, does it really matter what sex that creature is? No, it doesn't. So why even have <laughs> okay. that in the script? I think, I think you're missing the even bigger problem with that whole scene is which is that they are terrified the entire time they're in there right, and yet too. they wander in to the scariest fucking room in that place well, i think and then it, he tries to touch a fucking alien it's not cute it thing is no. scary looking yeah like, that thing is it does cute. not it like hisses at him it has like teeth and he's still like oh yeah, yeah let's check this out and the dialogue is dumb in that scene yeah i don't know who would reach out to a foreign creature like that and want to touch it but they try and they're, they're creeped out by the place, so they're trying to get out, and they get lost. Right. Yeah, but you can turn around. They're like, they wander pretty deep into that room amongst the weird things oozing They were trying to find a shortcut. <laughs> Dude, they should have just holed up in some hallway. They were waiting for day anyway. Um, and then there's also the scene. Like, the performances in this movie are pretty bad. Not So, Michael yeah. Fassbender is obviously great. Numi Rapaz is, is pretty good. Yeah. Everyone else in the movie, like Idris Elba's fine, but he's just kind of being himself. He doesn't yeah. really do much in the movie. I liked his character. Logan well, Marshall Green is abysmal. He is so awful. Like he's the not scene, good. The scene where he's supposed to be drunk, that was cringeworthy. That yeah. was hard to watch. Yeah, He's like slouched over the table and has his hood on <laughs> over his <Yeah>. face. <laughs> oh my god, that was so stupid. And then, so he's there's... He's fine five minutes later. Right. He to talk to Numi. Yeah. So you mentioned when you were talking about sober up. <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about David, you mentioned that you loved everything about him, and you mentioned his motivations. Yeah. I had issues with his motivations, 
it, so it makes more sense now. We'll get into this with Alien Covenant, but I feel like that movie definitely fleshed out his motivations more. But you don't really get that in Prometheus. He asked that question to Logan Marshall Green, like, what would you be willing to do to find your creator? And he was like, anything. And David was like, you'd be willing to do anything. And it seems like that's the only reason why he infects him. Like, because he, he, he gets the... the well, he goes there with that intent the whole time, though. Yeah, it's, I didn't get that at all. Where do you get that from? Because doesn't he... Waylon like program him to do that? No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't think Waylon knows about the 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 uh, pathogen, the goo. Yeah, but he goes there. He sees the goo. He's like, mm, organic, and then he stashes that bag. How did he know what it was run right. out? How did he know what it was going to do though? Dude, he he's didn't. a fucking genius. He stored it. <laughs> he is a fucking genius though. Uh, he stores it. Like, in plain sight, which is some of my favorite stuff, is how, <laughs> when we'll get to this again, but it's always, like, just right in the front. There's this big, weird stone obelisk. <laughs> it's like, what is that? <laughs> oh, no, it's just something I picked up in the, whatever. Souvenir. <laughs> anyway, he pulls it out right after he, uh, I don't know, he had a conversation or something, and then he's investigating it, and then you see him put it on his finger or something and then he yeah. goes he instantly. puts it in his drink he like dips it in the guy's drink yeah right before he gives it to him but i think the whole plan he's trying to get I into because the... <laughs> it's so obvious he just yeah like, <laughs> he even makes the sound just, yeah. as he's walking like <laughs> dips his finger in there yeah but he's trying to get the guy to drink he, and he he's... was already drunk that was the oh, scene yeah. where he was drunk he right? takes it and just pounds yeah it too. yeah but he did it because one is because David wants to see what will happen with that stuff. Yeah. And he probably has a good idea that it's not going to be good. And he fucking <laughs> hates that guy. He has a dick to him. But I just don't understand. I feel like the movie doesn't do a good job of explaining why he would want to do that. I don't think it does a good job of explaining how he gets from Prometheus to Covenant. That too, yeah. yeah. Because, like, testing it out in prometheus is a far cry from what you see in the next movie (laughs) (laughs) um i do want to point out another good thing um probably my one of my favorite moments is when he wanders into that engineer like cockpit almost yeah and the uh like the hologram pops up you know what i'm talking about oh yeah that's a beautiful beautiful. scene yes yeah that was cool i feel like the problem especially in 3d that was it did look really, really good it's like the highs in this movie are as high for me as for you guys. Like mm-hmm. it's a beautiful yeah. movie, but I don't really think the action sequences are that remarkable. Like they're good, but it's nothing like there's like the highs aren't high enough to make up for the inconsistencies and the horrible writing. Yeah. So yeah. that's why I do like the movie. I, before I was at a 3.5 with this most recent rewatch, it came down to a three. Yeah. I do still like Prometheus. There are just too many things that bother me about it for me to really yeah. be effusive about it. And I think a lot of people are turned off by the kind of lack of alien, lack of horror uh, to the film. Cause that's not really the, at the heart of it. It's, it's more like, ancillary to the yeah to the story it was really cool to have watched alien and aliens right before because you rec- i recognize things i didn't know like the spaceship mm-hmm. i'm like oh that's the the spaceship or at least you know a similar one because apparently there's a fucking ton of them yeah uh, there is some good gore in it though still like the med yeah. bay scene is really intense and yeah yeah that but is it's really them cutting you know it's, yeah it's kind of just and a little then, taste. Uh, when they're trying to bring that head back to life and it ends up exploding <laughs> okay i thought that scene was stupid that was like yeah, this thing's been a, 
like gone for two thousand years. Let's let's <laughs> trick it into thinking it's alive. Right. What? That was stupid. But so the med bay scene. This is what I was going to mention before. That's probably my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Like, it's very visceral. I like, guess it's, uh-huh. it's hard to watch. But she was just basically in quarantine. She escapes. No one chases after her. Yeah. She goes into the med bay, just pulls this fetus out of her, and then leaves, and then just like wanders into the room, and then oh, Wayland's there. They do and everyone's chase just kind of hanging but out. They don't no. really do a good job they, of doing it. No, they, they, they don't. don't. She, uh, they don't. They. She just goes into the hallway, and then she's just like stumbling <laughs> down the hallway, and they don't even. I thought she's maybe she sneaky. would lock herself in the med bay and they'd like go up to the window and be like, oh, she locked herself in. But no, no not that up. at all. Yeah. And then she gets that thing removed and then it's like nothing happened. Like she just goes into the room where Wayland is and they talk about, well, and, you find and, out he was on the ship the whole time. Sorry, go ahead. That it's, it's just so stupid. It just doesn't make sense. That well, she nobody would... talks about the fact that she just had a fucking alien. Right. And then that comes that comes back at the end because the engineer gets on the ship and she happens to be standing right in front of the door. So the engineer is about to kill her and then she opens the med bay door and the face hugger thing. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> but what I was going to say is what doesn't make sense either. I don't know if you picked up on it, Tom, but that uh, med bay is only for males only. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. So she had... but. Why would there half the crew is female? Yeah. Why would the thing only oh, you be? Just think that it's yeah. Why stupid. would it? Oh, you know it's what? It's only also optimized stupid for males. Like is what? that? It's also in. Okay, first of all, why even put that detail in there? It did not change the story at all. She still was able to use it. Right. But number two, it's specifically in that little area that is sequestered off for for Charlie's for Theron's Theron. character. Yeah. Like, well, then what the fuck she does she have a male one in there for? It's just yeah. for her and she can't use it? Oh, I didn't so even stupid. think about that. Yeah, because it is, that med bay is in her, yeah. like, self-contained ship. And she can't even, I didn't even make that connection. All right, I have uh, two other things I want to say about Prometheus. Yeah. One, after watching Alien and Aliens, I thought it was really cool that the alien that was born inside of Numi, which is uh, the squiddy alien or whatever plants a baby inside of the engineer yep and that alien is the queen from aliens that or it is looks the like queen? or it looks like a queen i thought that was just the start of the xenomorphs well what i noticed or what i thought i noticed anyway is that do you have you never noticed that the uh, queen alien in, in aliens has uh, a different jaw than the other ones like you know how the little soldier alien xenomorphs pop out that second yeah head out of their mouth the queen doesn't do that she just has like she has like a second set jaw. right yeah yeah it's almost like a shark or something and that's what happens at the end of the movie you see that like second jaw kind of pop yeah. out yeah so i was so that's like why oh I... that's a queen you think xenomorph for sure though well i don't know if it's the same yeah. one because i have i also have a theory which i don't know if it's right but this is spoilers for covenant so i'll talk about it mm-hmm. when we get to that okay anyway i just thought that was cool uh, and then my last complaint cool. about the film was the whole, like, you know, cowboy, yeehaw, we're going to crash our spaceship into the other spaceship thing just wasn't really earned throughout the movie. Uh, Idris Elba's character is pretty casual, pretty nonchalant. Well, pretty... he's barely even in the movie either. Yeah, and he just kind of, like, follows, you know, procedure, and he's not trying to take any risks uh, and... And then all of a sudden he's charging into a spaceship and he's like, well, we got to do it. Well, she, with, she told but, me two seconds ago that we got to do this. Right. So with very little Earth, information. Though. 
Huh? It was to save Earth. That's kind of a big deal. But but how? So he literally they could have set it up <laughs> He is he is literally just told we have to stop that ship. It's going to destroy Earth. And he's like, oh okay, let's just kill ourselves and crash into that mm-hmm. ship. You know, like it took nothing. Like he was just immediately like, all right, well, I guess we're gonna kill ourselves. You don't really have a lot of time Earth. to think about it. Well, I you mean... can't fucking phone phone home and tell somebody to shoot a missile at that thing or something. Any number. It's of too things, risky, but... man. It's too risky. And it also the movie raises the question of. We find out that the engineers created us, but they wanted to destroy us. We right. never find out why they wanted to destroy because us. Because you have to destroy to create. That's what this whole franchise is about, that's, Matt. That's, that's so stupid. <laughs> Did you guys watch Covenant? <laughs> well, should we move on? Yeah, so any last comments on Prometheus? Um, was So it was a 5 for you. What is it at now? I dropped it to a 4.5. Oh yeah, my work here is done. I think it's a 4 for me. Yeah, I can't let it go beyond that. <laughs> can't drop below 4.5 no locked in at 4.5 with a chance to go back up to a 5 on a rewatch <laughs> <laughs> all right well so let's uh let's dig into our alien covenant review uh we have a clip here let's take a listen okay walter where is it it's on v deck starboard side descending into sea level C61. Open airlock 17. We're going in. K12. Secure. Okay, so Alien Covenant is the latest installment in the Alien franchise. Director is Ridley Scott, and this movie stars Michael Fassbender, Catherine Waterston, Billy Crudup. Danny McBride and some other people. Uh, the plot synopsis. James Franco. You forgot about his. Character. Yeah, well, well, we're gonna talk about him because that's fucking <laughs> forgot. Okay, so the plot synopsis is the crew of a colony ship bound for a remote planet discover an uncharted paradise with a threat beyond their imagination and must attempt a harrowing escape. How did you guys feel about Alien Covenant? You mean Prometheus one point five? Yeah, it. Well, so it, don't link it to Prometheus. It is it so it it, it is a sequel to Prometheus. Yeah. It, it does it has a similar that aesthetic, story. but it oh, looks so different. The, I think it looks worse. The intro, worse. the intro is really similar. Yeah, well, I did like the. That's intro the only thing that really sequence. looks similar to Prometheus. Yeah. Still a beautiful, but just planet. the the color palette is just way different. It's a lot darker. Yeah, it's dark. There's it's a, a lot, lot more blues in Prometheus, and Alien Covenant's like all black. Yeah. So we'll we'll be spoiler free for now. We're gonna talk spoilers at some point, but let's keep it general. So yeah, the look of the film that was definitely the strongest aspect of Prometheus. This movie doesn't look bad by any means, but it doesn't have that. It doesn't hit those same highs that Prometheus hits. Mm-hmm. There was there is one really cool sequence that we'll get into in spoilers where it basically shows. Uh, Michael Fassbender's David arriving to the planet where the engineers live. Mm-hmm. So. We'll talk about that scene. That was a cool scene. That was a cool scene. Um, but yeah, it was just kind of dark. It's it kind of similar to what we were talking about with Alien and Aliens. It just, everything's really dark. You're kind of exploring the same environments because the ship is there too. So they're going back into that ship. Um, the performances in this movie are significantly better than Prometheus. I didn't really have a problem with anybody in particular. Do you think overall? Well, 
the performance. Because I think Michael Fassbender is better than <clears throat> better in Prometheus than he is in this movie. He's doing something different in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um, I do agree. I do think he's better in Prometheus. His performance I think the writing was just better. He seemed more dedicated his to his character in Prometheus. He did. He seemed more dedicated. Like he tried harder. A yeah. Bit harder. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the exact. He's not bad like in this, but. Well, I mean, this movie does a thing where so one member of the expedition who's going to this planet is Walter, and it's just Michael Fassbender doing a different accent. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, one thing. So before we move on, I, the one thing I wanted to mention about Prometheus is that almost every single actor in that movie is talking with an accent. Oh, so right. uh, what's so God? What's his name? Um, Idris Elba mm-hmm. is British, and he's mm-hmm. doing an American accent. Uh, Guy Pierce is Australian, I think. Right? Isn't Guy Pierce Australian? I don't know. Yeah, he's he he's in real life. doing a, an American accent. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the geologist guy who's like Scottish or something. Um, who who was the main one that I was making fun of? Now I can't remember. The biologist? No. Oh, there was oh, someone Logan who Marshall talks. Green? No, he he's American. He's doing a drunk accent. <laughs> There's a character who's talking with an accent for no reason. Michael Fassbender has an android accent. <laughs> Fuck, which character was it? Charlize? She doesn't have an accent, does she? I don't think so. A bitchy accent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, now I can't remember. But it was a thing. Like I noticed that almost every character... The Asian guy? <laughs> no, not... God damn trying it. To think of I don't the think characters. there are any other characters. <laughs> the guy with the glasses? Oh, 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 gets... oh uh, the chick from Game of Thrones... The other, game the, like the medical she's in the room with the head when they try to revive it oh yeah she has yeah. she's like scottish or something yeah that seems like a real accent though there was someone who was doing a fake accent for no reason god damn it it doesn't matter anyway back to alien covenant um i feel like the performances overall were better and the writing as far as you know the dialogue was definitely better in Alien Covenant than Prometheus. F- fewer cringeworthy lines. There were still a couple in this, but yeah, different definitely. writers though. So Damon Lindelof and John Spates did Prometheus. This was written by um, two writers I haven't heard of. It's um, John Logan and Dante Harper were the screenwriters for this movie. It looks like John Logan. Oh, John Logan wrote Gladiator, Rango, Spectre. Skyfall? Let's go. Yeah. Pretty good uh, filmography here. Anyway. What happened here? <laughs> so, performance is better overall. Um, James Franco is in this movie for no reason at all. Yeah. It's so pointless. He plays Catherine Waterston's husband, who dies at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. It's like a fire break. He doesn't even say anything. The only lines he actually has is in that, that video, video that she that watches. Was James Franco? Yeah. Yeah? You didn't notice that well, was James Franco? Jesus Christ. I mean, it was yeah, so. It I wasn't didn't. that obvious at the very start when he died, mm-hmm. but you could still tell it was him. Oh, I think I went to the bathroom and I came back and he was. Um, oh, I won't spoil it. Oh, okay. Because you see him in a picture that you can tell it's him, but then the video, it's clear as day, it's James Franco. They're like rock mountain climbing and it's a video he sent oh, to Catherine okay. Watterson. Yeah, I think character. that's when I stepped out. Well, so Catherine's, Catherine Watterson's character, she's. They're clearly trying to redo yes. Ripley. I mean, the yes. hair uh she's kind of a badass but not really like she's she's the most cries a lot and she's just kind of all over the place 
No, I mean it's a shitty situation. There's nothing wrong with crying, but she's Just a little bit. She's a poor man's, a poor man's Ripley for <laughs> mm-hmm. sure. And she wasn't really as central of a character as I thought she would be based well, on the trailers. Actually, that until reminds the end. me, Alien, the first one, you can't really tell who's going to be the central character for the first, you know, 20, 30 minutes. Even. That's true. Yeah. They don't show a lot of Sigourney until shit starts to hit the fan. And then you're like, well, who's still alive? Yeah. Uh, Sigourney. Okay. This is who we're rooting for. She's the only one to step up. Yeah. So I really like that about the first movie and, you know, kind of similar experience with this. I was like, okay. Assuming this one's going to be who we follow the most. But. So this movie definitely is trying to go back to the horror roots. But how it does it is it, it's basically just rehashing shit from Alien and Aliens. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's retreading the same kind of stuff. It's not nearly as effective as it was You know then. what movie it reminded me of was uh, Predators? The, the how, one um, with uh, Adrian Brody? Yeah. How they go to another planet and they're clearly outmatched and <laughs> you know have you seen predators uh-uh. oh have you seen it matt yeah i've seen predators oh, that, only once in theaters but you, you don't think it feels similar at all um not really some of the action scenes reminded me of predators. i don't remember much about it oh. but i actually like that quite a bit i did enjoy it at the time so I don't know. This movie was kind of all over the place. I, I at times I was really enjoying it. At times it's kind of boring. Did you guys feel that way? Um, uh, definitely, especially like the first hour. I was yeah, like, let's go. I was I was bored. I got kind of bored. I just I I don't know, man. The the end game of the whole movie, like where they end up, don't care. It, not not a great end game in my opinion. And then how they get there, I thought was bad. I feel like we're, we're having a hard time talking around spoilers. Yeah. So let's well, just get the general impression stuff out yeah. of the way quick, and then we'll we'll go into spoilers. Yeah. My general impression was it was pretty boring. It's not very memorable at all. Like there's no. nothing that stands out as anything great in the movie. Even the ending was pretty lackluster. The 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 scenes that stick out to me are the like body horror moments. Yeah, but they're and they really were well, they were well done, but it's still it's just looks shit the, that you've seen in other alien. The looks you know? of the neomorphs, the initial the neomorphs? They're the white aliens. Oh, that. Okay. Yeah, before they turn into the xenomorph. Yeah, yeah. Those looked pretty bad. The CG they're was, very was bad. Plain. And I'm I'm sure that's what they were going for, mm-hmm. but it almost reminded me of an alien in another movie that I'm blanking on maybe something like battle los angeles or <laughs> life yeah i thought the aliens didn't look very good in this movie like the way they were animated uh, the way they moved around i thought they looked good i liked them i just there's just something i mean you mentioned how good the alien and alien looks it's because it's practical effects yeah you can tell it's a person in a suit but just right. like you know like the the spit dripping out of its mouth when it gets close to her mm-hmm. like that was that yeah looked really you can good. definitely appreciate the older movies look of the alien more and you can tell and they had to get more creative with it now it's just like oh we can do it on the computer and we'll make it look exactly like it yeah but i like but the it way doesn't that feel special like golem sometimes you know <laughs> sit back on their haunches like a weird cat creature yeah i yeah. thought that was kind of cool i also felt like the the set design wasn't as consistent in the mm-hmm. sense that you can tell where the money went so this movie had a, a smaller budget than Prometheus. So the reason I mention that is because the main ship in particular, there's some hallways where 
it looks very much like a set and you can tell by the way it rocks that it's like it's a, a set that they're manipulating it doesn't feel like a spaceship like i feel like i could see the creases a bit more in this movie it felt more like because Prometheus yeah. feels really good. The whole design of everything, everything looks so good. good. It doesn't look Feels cheap. So <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look cheap. This, you can tell most of the money went for that, that sequence where yeah. David first well, arrives. That looked incredible. And we spend a lot of time in the movie in that network of caves, which were just shitty feeling. Yeah, just kind of It drowned. wasn't fun in there. There was nothing cool to look at. It was kind of claustrophobic, but not in a scary way, just in an annoying way. I yeah. didn't find this movie scary. No. No. Like, it's getting a lot of praise, partly because it's like I'm a... I'm really surprised it is, too. It's, yeah, it's like 75% on yeah, that. I mean, it's right certified. Now. It was certified on Friday morning. Well, so I think the, the problem with Rotten Tomatoes is that I feel like people aren't loving this movie but they're generally positive on it so yeah. even though 75 percent, it's because they just kind of lean toward positive but it's not i haven't seen a ton of glowing reviews and i have seen some pretty negative reviews yeah yeah i um, mean let's go to spoilers let's right, okay let's yeah so in. i'll put it in the show notes but spoilers for alien covenant start now um so that let's talk first about that scene that we mentioned where yeah. david first arrives on the planet so it shows uh the ship comes in basically how did he even do that he just like un, like it was like a swarm of right. the did he just open the canisters and they did their own thing like yeah, that was kind I of think so but and the sh the hmm. ship is one of the like u-shaped the mm -hmm. horseshoe shaped ones that they found on i mean they insinuate that they find them on the planet from prometheus right because yeah. the first one crashes and then he's like oh there are many such ships on this planet <laughs> <laughs> he um, can fly anything so. yeah so they dock the docking scene was cool yeah it did that did look really cool though so like the 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 virus like swarming through the the engineer race like the the, the their bodies falling apart like that was a pretty graphic mm -hmm. scene like they all had like yeah. black blood but people were like falling apart and being ripped open you get uh also you get they did a lot with a little in the sense that you got a peek into the culture of the engineers. You know, it was like clearly some sort of central courtyard, like a community type of like ancient Greece feel to it. Yeah. But uh, really sparse, you know, really plain clothing. Not there aren't statues or anything around, really. Uh, and then you have some like designated figures that are there to greet what. I think the the assumption you're supposed to make or the connection you're supposed to draw is like these are the people returning from the mission to Earth. Right, right. Because everyone is clearly like it's a thing. Like we're welcoming welcoming the ship home, yeah. and then they get fucked up. Yeah, they get <laughs> fucked real hard. <laughs> so, um, like we said, there's Walter and David in this movie. So they really flesh out david's intentions in this movie because it's his goal to basically exterminate humanity which just because he thinks they're inferior and he doesn't like that his creators are you know irrational creatures and they can't yeah they're aggressive intelligence. And the human race is getting more and more aggressive and that's david doesn't like that. well and he also makes a comment about how they're dying and he wants to like finish the job basically yeah but way less interesting to me than he was in the first movie just because he's just he's just a villain he's not that interesting to me 
Totally. And he doesn't, he loses that element that he had in Prometheus where he still kind of revered his creator and still wanted to be like a person and be his son. And then in the second one, he starts talking about how he pitied Waylon at the end and how, you know, you know, all the shit that he says about humanity. And it's just sort of like, huh, that's a turn. Well, there was kind of a turning point in the movie because he showed how he could almost make them obey him. And then Billy Crudup's character kills that alien and then he's just like oh fuck no it's on now see i thought that sequence was kind of dumb like why would why would they obey him why wouldn't they just attack them well they don't attack him because he's not an organism is that it Mm -hmm. i mean he's moving around like the goo how do they know i think that everything because he doesn't have any meat on his bones how do they know he looks like a human i think that everything is supposed to tie back to the pathogen (laughs) so like the you know, the goop doesn't hurt him. It instantly goes for any living organism. Uh, all of the aliens, it doesn't matter what kind of form they're in, if they're a xenomorph or something else, they all kind of have the same purpose, which is just to kill everything and perpetuate themselves. Right. And yeah. It's like totally parasitic. And so they don't see in him like a viable host or anything like that. And they don't perceive him as a threat if he's not attacking them. So I think that the whole focus is that they just hunt out Yeah, and they do comment about the uh, planet that they land on, that all the wildlife is dead. Right, because they just got out of control and and wiped out everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although apparently David was roaming around planting giant wheat. Yeah. (laughs) For who? (laughs) I don't know. Well, and then, so the other thing with that is, um, he... So he, he was decapitated at the beginning of prometheus and he makes a comment about how elizabeth fixed him where where how does she build another like body for him where the fuck would that have come from uh, i guess they just have spares on those ships man but why but it was an, <laughs> no, it was an, an engineer ship, ship so taught, why would they or he it? taught him her how to do it every step of the way uh, maybe what you're just making an assumption i know <laughs> oh also his hair was different he had a different hair color what hey not, not everything about? has to be on the page or in the movie all right but why would his hair co- why would his hair color change because he gray. did well yeah that's and yeah he yeah he, he, he when they Comes find him like he's got like because at first i was like who the fuck is that and then he pulls his head off eventually i'm like oh that's david and i knew like, right away it was how did david? his hair grow <laughs> not his beard though he's shaving i don't know that was yeah so do we want to talk about the end of this movie now because it was fucking dumb yeah i mean god everything about that was the most like poorly orchestrated like twist i've seen in a while yes where the very end you're specifically talking about the david walter is about to kill david and he poses the question like don't don't be a servant blah 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 and then you see walter start to wind up like he's gonna kill him and then it cuts away and then the next time you see him... Well, and you see an, him reaching for a knife. Right. So it's kind of a 50-50 game. Right. So it does that. It was very obvious what they were doing. He So basically what he does is he, he cut off his hand or burned off his hand so they don't realize it's him. And then he talks with an accent so they think he's Walter. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, after there, she's putting Catherine, he's putting Catherine Waterston and uh, Danny McBride and everyone else back into cryo sleep. She asks, um, God, what is the question she asks? Oh, will you help me build my cabin? Right. And he didn't know what she was talking about. So that's when she realized, oh my God, it's David. 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 And she starts slamming on the thing. 
Yeah. But what's <laughs> stupid is that then David is like, David, code 0434, and the ship is like, hello, David. It's not a Whalen Corporation ship. Why would he have, like, an override code for that ship? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, I, I mean, either way, he was controlling it as Walter before then, so... Right. How yeah. would he know Walter's code? I, like I think that? it was just supposed to be, like... this movie, so... David is, <laughs> ahead, you know, but these are the same, into his own. Lay into it. <laughs> these are the same kind of problems that Prometheus has, but you dislike this movie less, so they're more glaring issues yes, for you, Yes, definitely. Right? So, yeah, this movie does have lots of similar issues to to prometheus and that just lots of dumb little little moments like that that don't add up yeah one thing i wanted to point out and i could be totally wrong but this is just an assumption do you think that shah is the queen they did show like pictures like hatched out of her like that's maybe created the queen and it's her because he loves her and you saw her on the the table like split open that was gnarly looking yeah Yeah, that's pretty gross but then where he was experimenting is for sure. the queen? <laughs> we don't see her yet. Yeah, but... It's going to be in Aliens. <laughs> but they left the planet. There's going to be like four or six more movies. It's going gonna, it's gonna to flush that out That is the out. plan. Ridley Scott says he has plans for six <laughs> yeah. more Alien movies. It, it would be kind of cool in a way if it did come full circle like that. Though. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of wacky in a way and kind of convenient, but... Yeah, unrequited love from a bitter android. <laughs> yeah, his yeah, he kept like trying to kiss people. Yeah. And just the way they the yeah, direction they took weird. his character was just kind of strange. And the the flute scene was really weird too. Oh, or he was okay. Now, now you finger. <laughs> <laughs> now you do the fingering. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, that was bad. Um. So what did you guys think of the characters in this movie? I feel like overall better than Prometheus. They had I would say less bad performances, but the two performances in Prometheus are better than any other performances in Covenant. Yeah, I guess. I thought Catherine Watterson was was pretty good in this. Has she been in anything else cuz I don't recognize her? Yeah, I recognize She her. was in Inherent Vice. I seen uh that. Queen of Earth. I haven't um, seen that. <laughs> she's been in some other stuff. Well, hang on. I'll pull up her IMDb. I have it here. So, I liked Danny McBride's character quite a bit, but I hated the whole, uh, that whole split party plot where you've got the people up in the spaceship and the people down on the ground and the ridiculous, like, blast through the storm thing. Oh, it's very dangerous. Well, we gotta do it. You know, that was even though so everything dumb. says that our ship is gonna break Speaking, into a million yeah, pieces. Yeah, we didn't even talk about that. Their motivation to land on that planet. He's just like, I think we should go here. It looks better. And she's like, no, we definitely shouldn't. No, yeah, like, should. like no one wants to go into hypersleep for another seven years. Yeah. It's like, why? You don't, it's not like you have to lie there. You just go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it's like this planet that we didn't catch before is all of a sudden on our radar. And it's perfect. It's even better than the planet we're going to as far as yeah. like its ability for us to like. But besides Build a colony there. Besides fleshing oh, out too perfect. <laughs> no, besides trying to flesh out some of the big story or overall story of the franchise, I thought this movie was pretty pointless. Like, they didn't have to go to that planet, but they just have been ex- it's just based off that guy wanting to go there. And she tells him the whole time, No, we shouldn't and after that he's like, Yeah, you're right, we probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was stupid. Like how they end up on that planet was stupid. And also, like, what was the point of the the solar flare thing. So the the whole introductory sequence 
is they pull up that like to recharge a solar oh. flare, and then there's that like That's to get them woken up, right? And <sighs> so that they can then discover the planet. Like, but why didn't they just make it so that they were going to the planet in the first place? Like, right, it didn't uh, it, a habitable planet. It could, yeah. Why yeah. did it need to be? Why did they need to have the original mission be to go to this other planet? I mean, I think that was to add conflict to Billy Crudup's character, which they made no use of. It was to add another movie and to kill James Franco's character. Just don't have James Franco in the movie and just have Billy Crudup be the captain. Like, yeah. it just didn't add anything to the movie. Like the loss of life. Because they lost, like, 40-something. Yeah. Like, that had no weight at all, well, you know? yeah. Also, uh, there's this whole, like, faith element going on with, with Billy's character. And you're just like, oh, I wonder how this is going to play out. Doesn't play out at all. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with Elizabeth Shaw. She was religious in the first yeah. movie. So this is that. Because he's supposed to be like, no one respects me because I believe in God. No, everyone yeah. thinks I'm stupid. Like, <laughs> that was a pretty bad sequence. That, Fucking dummy. That exchange. Well, also, everybody, I don't know about your screening, but everybody was cracking up in our theater uh-huh. when David is convincing Billy Crudup to like, just, oh just look inside. Go, take, take a peek. Oh, just take yeah. a peek. And he's like, okay. He's like, look closer. Oh, it's perfect. And the audience safe. knows exactly what's going on. And everyone happen. was laughing. Go like, ahead. Take a closer look. The goal, it wasn't <laughs> it supposed, it. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be humorous, but people were laughing really hard at that. Oh my gosh! So well, the the next movie is going to be them going to their original, the original planet, right? Their mission. Oh yeah, I guess that's what it seems like. They veered off for this one for this movie, but the end of the movie was them getting back on track to go to the original destination. Right. It was just like a total. Yeah, it was side an excuse thing. to make a movie. <laughs> I yeah. I, which I, it still blows my mind that he thinks he's gonna make a, four to six more movies. Like, does this guy think he's eternal? <laughs> he's fucking old. He's getting up there in age. He's just like Wayland. He's he, he wants to be immortal so he could just keep making these. Movies. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of next movies, let's talk about like what the scenario is at the end of, at the end of Covenant, which is David's in charge of the ship. Right. Everybody's asleep. He's got a bunch of colonists, and he's got two little embryos of uh face huggers and that's that's pretty much it right so yeah yeah, they could go to this next habitable planet and he could wake everybody up and then i guess and then sabotage it i guess or i don't really know well that seems to be his style because he could have had opportunities to but don't the face huggers need a host to become the xenomorph yeah that that's what he needs to so that's why there's all those human embryos at the end so are they all going to become no those are what human embryos yeah it, when he pulls out the drawer yeah those are all human. oh that yeah, yeah yeah there's all human embryos and then he pulls out like two or three <sighs> that and puts he... them right in front that's what i was saying earlier i fucking love it he's just like right here front row mm. <laughs> and no he just like kind of like barfs them up he's like whoa <laughs> <laughs> he just like pulls them out of his mouth how did like, that even oh, there's a second one how did that even happen oh they don't say I don't... are they growing inside of him or like no, was I he hiding he them oh them. Uh, yeah, okay that, does everybody just have these weird like gelatin packets that you can put an embryo in? I don't know. <laughs> no, they were so like cryo frozen. Yeah. And he's just like, nah, my stomach's okay. Um, so I was looking at what Catherine Watterson has been in. She was one of the main characters in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Haven't seen it. Oh, well, she was also in Queen of Earth, Sleeping with Other People, Boardwalk Empire. These are all blind spots for me. That's, she's been in a lot so, of stuff. I wonder why I haven't seen her. She's she's moving up in the world though. It's like she's getting she's getting more roles. She's in Logan Lucky, which is the oh, Soderbergh okay. movie that's coming out this year. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's what that's what she's from. Is she gonna? 
be the one to carry the franchise now you think there's they're setting her up to be that i mean mm-hmm. she's the ripley replacement like yeah down to the hair she even looks no, i guess she doesn't really look like scorny weaver really but she's tall and skinny yeah yeah do you know if this movie's projected to make a decent amount of money this weekend yeah it's projected to make like 45 million and you did you no i think i picked it right yeah Come on, Covenant. <laughs> it's yeah. It's Go not to King gonna... Arthur instead. It's got to be better than this. <laughs> it's not going to do like you know gangbusters Gang or anything. Yeah. But um, yeah, overall, I wouldn't say it was a terrible movie, but it was worse than Prometheus by a little bit for me. Like they have different strengths and weaknesses, but Prometheus, the highs in Prometheus are higher. Yeah. I'm having a hard time even remembering stuff that happened in Alien Covenant. It was just so kind of forgettable, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I. I had the same, I had a really hard time reviewing this because, or giving it a star rating, because all the problems I have with it are the same as Prometheus. I think it, I think it is just what you said. The highs are higher in Prometheus. Way higher. It looks better. It feels better. <laughs> Way higher. Way higher. It's Barely just a, higher. you know, it's, it's not a lot that you can really put your finger on. It just feels better. Yeah. I also, have I'm we just... said anything good about it yet? well well so what 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 good things do we have to say about it i mean it's or yeah we did some of the body horror stuff is cool yeah all of that stuff was good like the shower scene was pretty brutal yeah yeah that was good um the first the first guy who gets infected when the woman gets locked in the room that was that was a good sequence when she's trapped in there Mm -hmm. um except she was really dumb like she slipped and then she shut her foot in the door when she goes back when she 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 panicked like a fucking idiot yeah I also uh Well and another thing about that room was um that was supposed to be a quarantine room, right? Yeah. Why not put a little bit stronger window on the Oh, door? it broke that right thing, through that yeah. fucker. Yeah. Didn't even have to try. <laughs> yeah. Um I also think it's funny when spaceships have uh windows. It's like Oh well, don't you just I mean to look inside the room, but oh yeah, that's No true. no no, I mean like a windshield. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um and then the other thing is the end sequence like the climax of the movie is pretty lame it's basically again we're gonna try and suck the alien out of the airlock you know so it gets sucked yes. out into space yeah, he was retreading the, the whole of yeah. The alien yeah totally but yeah he was retreading stuff the entire movie you guys are supposed to be thinking of the good things remember it was right <laughs> Well, I thought the performance, Michael Fassbender's performance yeah. was good. And the writing a, for the character was kind of right. Weird. He were, did a good job playing the two different characters too, because yeah. there was discrepancies to, but they still felt really similar at the same time. Yeah, I did like that. I feel like overall the writing was better, I would say, than Prometheus, especially the dialogue. Better? I think the dialogue is better. I think the dialogue movie. is better. I don't know. Maybe I'm just distracted by all the greatness that <laughs> that uh, surrounds Prometheus that I I don't notice those things as much. But I this think one the plot is worse. Dialogue better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. There there are fewer characters making really dumb decisions in this movie. There are still people doing dumb shit, but it's not as it wasn't as obvious to me as it was in Prometheus. I think I thought it was about the same. They're comparable for sure. Um, I would give did the you, upper hand to Alien Covenant. Did you guys though. realize that that like first or right at the start of the movie that that whole ship was composed of couples? I I missed that. Sorry if it didn't say that. I I figured that out mm. eventually as I was watching it, but no, I didn't catch on to that. No. 
Well, we talked about it when, in the, leading up to the release of the movie. On one of our podcasts, we talk about oh, how it's yeah. all couples plus... Oh, I don't remember that. Well, we called him David. At that time, we didn't know that it was a different android. But okay, okay. Yeah. We did talk about that. I yeah. think what I would have liked to see more is the planet and the scenery, because I still thought that that stuff was good. Maybe not quite as good as um, Prometheus, but yeah, like it... I like seeing the aliens in like a forest that was cool the xenomorphs that that sequence where it was dark and they were outside the ship like right after the ship exploded and they yes. were being attacked in the dark yeah. right before david the tall came grass to... that was cool that was yeah a cool that sequence. was good I, I wanted to see more of that stuff yeah and they barely scratched the surface a... of that planet then we were in the caves right for forever yeah, yeah it just god there's so many they didn't have lulls. the money they didn't have the money to do that <laughs> god i guess not it's there's hard so to many lulls or something did you did you check the budget on this 111 oh that's pretty much what prometheus was 130 I thought it was one twenty. No, I checked. I uh, checked both. But yeah, in twenty twenty million in a movie, that's not a lot. That's a shitload of money, dude. Well, it's a lot of money, but for a big movie like that, it's only a portion of it. Well, yeah, like that's a pretty significant portion. Yeah, they maybe could add ten that's minutes still, of. Uh, that's still a big <laughs> budget, though. One hundred eleven yeah. million. <laughs> ten minutes of trees. Hey, it takes big fans to make twenty million. It takes big fans to make a fake windstorm, dude. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> All right, you guys want to do star ratings? Yeah, uh, I'm at a two. Two and a half for me. Three for me. Movie sucks. <laughs> it does kind of suck. <laughs> yeah, I, I still enjoyed it. It wasn't awful. No, it's fine. But... It, if it's definitely in the ballpark of Alien Three and Four. I would say Alien Four is still the worst. I would say it's about on par with Alien Three. Yeah, I agree. Uh, See, but for me, Prometheus is in the same camp as Alien and Aliens, but for you, you wouldn't agree with that. Well, I, if I were going to rank the series, it would go Alien, Aliens, probably okay. Prometheus, and then Alien 3 and Alien Covenant are kind of there. Yeah. Alien, if Alien vs. Predator counts, that's out there for me. <laughs> that movie's pretty dope. It's fucking stupid, but... That movie's legit. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah. I would agree with you, except flip-flop aliens and prometheus so prometheus number two for you yeah okay it was first probably well no it was a very close second to alien before my rewatch of prometheus it's dropped a little bit but it's still holding that second spot i will say first always will yes first major disappointment of 2017 for me i was looking forward to this yeah. And either the uh, movies, the rest of the movies that I was looking year. forward to have kind of lived up to the hype. Guardians lived up to the hype for me. Logan lived up to the hype. I didn't have a lot of expectations for uh, life, but that was disappointing. Yeah. I thought but it was going to be better. I was really hoping to like this movie. There was know? also that yeah, sci-fi Yeah, I thought it was going to be good. Really good. I, I didn't see, I don't know if you guys saw it, but it got terrible reviews. And we, we just saw a preview for it like in January. And we were like, oh, that looks cool. That one that had like the eels swimming around in the tank. Oh, oh cure right. for wellness. I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. So I heard that that was bad. But... Yeah. Well, and the Lego Batman movie was pretty disappointing for me, but I know a lot of people liked it. I need to catch up with that one. I still didn't see it. Yeah. But okay, so that's gonna do it for Alien Covenant. Uh, let's dig into what we've been watching. Tom and I don't have a ton of stuff this week, so Travis, do you I also don't have compared much, to but... normal weeks. Normal. <laughs> <laughs> You've been slacking, dude. Yeah. Well, you want to talk about something you watched? Sure. Um, I did a couple rewatches, so I'll do those together. I watched uh, Ex Machina mm-hmm. because it won our bracket, and so I figured I'd give it a rewatch since I wasn't as high on it as you guys. 
uh, it went up a little bit for me this time, but it's still probably I still probably don't uh, appreciate it as much as you guys do. What's I, missing from it for you? I, I think it's really good, and I don't really have anything bad to say about it, except it's just very deliberately paced, and most of the movie is characters talking, and I would hope to just see a little bit, like something else added you know, throughout the movie just to give it a little bit more energy. See, mm-hmm. I was riveted by that, because I always felt like the conversations they had were so interesting. You get they get into stuff, really man. heady concepts. Oh, yeah, I jerk <laughs> off while I'm watching it. It does have a good build-up, though, and the ending's awesome. The, the payoff is, is yeah. really good. I, I'm with Matt on this. I, I love the suspense of the dialogue. I love the weird ideas that they have. I like uh, interpreting the like character mood swings and stuff. Well, I mean, uh, Oscar... Yeah, and Matt and I particular. talked about this a little bit, but the exposition's done really well, and the way it reveals things yes. is done really well as well. Uh, I really like the uh, effects of, is it Alicia Vikander, is that her name? Mm-hmm. She. It looks like it's believable that her head is on that cyborg body. Mm-hmm. It looks really good, yeah. yeah. And I also really like... Uh, the like interview scenes because they do like numbers like session one you know and then like those sequences they get more tense as the movie goes on because you learn more and more about what's happening yeah you know like she says don't don't trust him and she uses the power yeah the twist is really cool too this is the the plot always kept me guessing like i was never quite sure where it was gonna go um and i really like how it ended yeah i really like this the kind of shocking but also really sterile violence too like it's not a gory scene, but it's like, oof, mm-hmm. oof. yeah, it's, it's that looks shitty. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of chilling. Yeah, I I gave it a four and a half, and like I said, I don't really have anything to say about it. I, I think the reason why I may be a little or sound negative about it is because of some of the pacing, which isn't a huge issue, but the fact that this beat out a lot of other movies that I like more than this is probably why I'm saying I'm. Uh, less excited about it than you guys are. Yeah, that's, so that's you're holding fair. grudges, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, I think that is reflecting, reflected in my story. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> eh, fuck is, you, I'm going to knock off said. a half a star. <laughs> <laughs> Children of Men was better. All right, well, what else did you, what else did you want? Oh, yeah, I rewatched Dogtooth. Oh, yeah. Which is now a five-banger. Five-banger? Uh, I need yeah, to I need to rewatch awesome. it. I've only seen it the one time. Never seen it. Oh, it. man. You like The Lobster a lot, though, right? Yeah, you should watch Dogtooth. Okay, yeah, I, love I re- you really, Dogtooth? yeah, you should let him borrow it. Yeah, I will. It's only an hour and a half too. Do not watch it with your wife. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, oh seriously, my gosh. it's Is pretty it, fucked well, up. Okay, just maybe fair warn her. There's some fair forewarn. Yeah, forewarn. It's kind of a distur- <laughs> It's kind of a disturbing <laughs> fucked up movie. Fairly warn her. <laughs> Give her fair warning. Yes. In ahead of time, your uh, fair lady, a fair well, warning. she she like the lobster. Okay, well, it's different. I'll just say, it's different. Okay, I'll say there's uh, a scene of incest, and if that hot, yeah, totally. It's more like the lobster it's, is it's fucked disturbing. up, but in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Dogtooth is, I mean, it is interesting, but it's more, it's fucked up in like a like the sexual it, content is fucked yeah, up. It's, it's there's more some disturbing. violence toward the end. Yeah, it's more disturbing. Okay, definitely a good movie though. I really like how it's like fully realized and it's it's its own thing it's so unique the way it is and it just it you could kind of say it's a gimmick but they take that gimmick and just run with it like they have their own embrace it instead of the half you know what it's about at all i don't really want to spoil any of it 
but it's basically about these parents who um what's the word for it incest no they they live in like isolation right they don't yeah. let the kids like they don't oh, expose them to the outside world at all but they it's like they live in like a nice house like they're a well-off family it's not like captain fantastic where they fucking live off the land or okay. anything right they're just i don't they control their kids and they only expose them to what they want to expose them to so they can't watch tv they can't leave the yard uh they give things their own language like um salt is referred to as a telephone so it's some of the movies really off-putting, mm-hmm. and it, that's I think what threw me off the first time I watched it. But now watching it again, I knew what to expect, yeah. and it just it the last fifteen or twenty minutes of the movie is what really elevates it because you've been watching this family and characters play out, and you know you get a sense of what's but going then somebody on. Somebody grabs the the dog and tooth, then, and then shit hits the fan. Well, that that is where that's where the title comes from and that's i figured it was part of the weird language thing when you said that yeah well that's where it kicks off is the whole dog tooth there's a dog tooth scene i'll say okay that happens about 20 minutes before the end okay it was you should watch it cool. i, yeah, I want to rewatch it so i'd be down to watch it with you if you want yeah yeah um one last thing i want to say about it okay uh the ending uh i still don't know like what happened exactly and i uh, that's it's obvious that he wanted it to end that way. Um, but it's pretty interesting thinking about like, you know, drawing your own conclusions because mm-hmm. there's a couple different ways it could go. And yeah, I don't really remember how it ends. So I, sh- I should rewatch it. I remember liking the ending. It was like kind of weird. And I was like, that's an interesting way to end the movie. So yeah, I'm excited to rewatch yeah. that one soon. Um, What's, Oh, sorry about the ending real quick. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys will notice when, when you rewatch it, but, um, the camera doesn't move or it's, it's not hand, handheld the entire movie until like the last wow. 15 minutes or so. And that was definitely an artistic choice. And you'll figure that a out. Frenetic pace to it. Well, I think it was just like, a, there was an artistic reason to, to choose to do that. And it makes sense when you watch the movie, but if uh-huh. I said why it'd be a spoiler. So it's very, the, the, the most of the movie, the camera is very detached, like lots of, you know, just, stationary camera filming a scene with kind of you know the characters are kind of good amount of distance yeah yeah you don't have like shot reverse shot a lot it's like it's it almost reminds me of like michael hanukkah or something you know like it's just very cold and calculated so that when that switch happens at the end it's very noticeable Mm -hmm. that's that's that was a cool choice though um well cool tom you want to talk about something you watched yeah i watched moana this morning that was the only other thing i watched besides the uh alien stuff uh, I really liked Moana. I thought it was great. Yeah. Um, I wasn't crazy about the songs. I liked... Uh, the main song is really good. The main song is good. The the girls, you mean? The one that I think it comes in a couple times. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. That one was good. And I liked Maui's song, the You're Welcome song. That was good. My favorite song, though, is the crab song. Oh, that one was, was so hilarious. funny. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the songs are pretty good. Jermaine. I was oh, dying right. during the his part. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, I remember that. He was, oh a, he was a great character. Um, <laughs> this movie had a like a different kind of cast to it. I, I think I mean a lot of people have made a lot about the the ocean being a character, which it totally is, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like the sidekick. The chicken's also kind of like the sidekick. It doesn't have the like home run comedy that a lot of these movies have. 
Um, it is funny, but it's, it's not funny, like but it. it's not like laugh out loud. It right. doesn't have a like the whatever that fucking snowman's name is from Frozen or Olaf. Yeah, Olaf or you know all those like movies. the old just... guy in Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Classic example. <laughs> But I know what you're trying to say. Like you yes. have you have your Timon and Pumbas. You have yes. your um I'm trying to think of another example. Mm-hmm. Uh the crab in Little Mermaid, isn't that kind of like a comic yeah, a little relief bit. character? Or or Lumiere, you know, since we're on the Beauty and the Beast. Well, I mean, I guess the the, the chicken is that really in the, in this movie, but Right. But there's no but you guys get what I'm saying. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that the comedy wasn't as good, but the I love the story. It's beautiful. It's really yeah, it's yeah, really colorful. Visually, it's incredible. It's so pretty. Um, so I was super into that. I, I I had a great time with it. Yeah, I think it's it's hard to say anything bad about the movie. Like everything's really strong in it, mm-hmm. but it's probably not my you know one of my favorite yeah. Disney movies. It's not even one of my favorite of like the the resurgence of Disney movies. It kind of yeah. started for me anyway with Wreck It Ralph, and they've done frozen big hero six zootopia you know still have not seen i prefer this over uh frozen though you what i prefer this over frozen frozen is my least favorite of this like recent but it's it's probably the world's favorite (laughs) yeah i guess moana is a really pretty uh well just pleasant environment like it's a place you want to live kind of yeah everything looks so warm and comfortable and like oh my god sand is never like annoying when it gets between your toes it's just always perfect yeah. <laughs> look at it the rock was a good choice too yeah he was a good it choice. was kind of a different role for him too you know yeah it was like cool it's... to see him be in a disney movie yeah solid solid movie yeah the only other thing that i watched was time crimes which was part of our rotten tomatoes game on the last episode which will probably come out in three or four years uh and <laughs> <laughs> So, Time Crimes is uh, by Nacho Vigalondo, who did Colossal, which came out this year. And he's done some other things. He's, he did some shorts in, like, ABC's A Death and maybe VHS. Um, I, I did like this movie quite a bit. It's definitely low budget, you can tell. Uh, one, I was watching a DVD copy of it. Um, and you can, it's, it's a small movie. It's low budget, but it, it does some cool things with that. But I will say, I got about 20 minutes into the movie watching the English dub version. Like, what it defaulted to the English dub. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I thought this movie was in Spanish. But I thought maybe just that, that, that couple, maybe they spoke English and then the other characters would speak Spanish. Yeah. But then everyone kept speaking English. I was like, what the fuck? So then I like went out to the menu. And of course, I also I looked. I was like, wait, I'm going to look more closely at their mouths. And I was like, "Oh wait, it doesn't really, it doesn't quite match up." <laughs> yeah, because it was bad. The vo- the English dubs were bad, so I was like, "God damn, like the acting really sucks." <laughs> so then, after like twenty minutes, I realized what I had done, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Did you restart it or just... no? I didn't uh, restart it. Uh, so it, you would have liked it more. There's hardly any, <laughs> there's hardly any dialogue in the beginning, so it really wasn't that big of an issue. That's probably why it took me so long to notice. Right. Um. But basically. Time Crimes is about this guy who is they move he and his wife move into this new home and he sees this woman through his binoculars so he like goes out to investigate and then ends up coming across this like bandaged man and he's like on the run from the bandaged man so it turns into a time travel movie because he seeks solace at this like complex out in the middle of the woods and uh he meets this guy out there who's played by Nacho Vigalondo um and he has a time machine so he like goes in a time machine and like 
you find out this isn't really a spoiler, but you find out that the guy with the bandages is that character. So there are now two of them. So he goes back in time about 12 hours and now he realizes, Oh, I am the bandage guy. Cause he gets in a car accident. He like wraps bandages around his head. So it's like playing. If you wanted to watch them. this, Tom, I'm sorry. It's okay. Well, no, I'm not going to give away the twist because that's not really what the, the twist of the movie is. So, um, I call. I saw the twist coming from a mile away. Like I knew. I won't dive into it, but I knew exactly where it was going and what. But it was still fun. It was. Yeah. It, it does. It does a lot with a little. It's a cool concept. I think it was his first movie too. His no, first it was Oh, he. Well, maybe his Second? first feature. I'll check. I, I looked at his filmography because I wanted to see if I had seen anything else that he's done besides his like bits in the uh, those horror anthologies. Yeah. Um, Nacho Libre. So he, okay, these are all shorts, yeah. So he he had done worked on other stuff, but I guess that was his first feature. It's pretty impressive for a low budget first time feature, though. It was cool, yeah. yeah. I enjoyed it. It did some cool stuff. So, what did you think about the time travel? I know people, uh, it's a hot topic for some people, and how well it's portrayed in film. It's this was an okay example of that. There are definitely I was definitely punching holes in it. Like there were lots yeah, of inconsistencies. No looper. It's it's no looper. Yeah, um, yeah it Did was it close but, the loop for you. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to time travel, I'm I'm less picky about that kind of stuff because you're it, you're always gonna find holes in it because yeah. in some heads up, folks, it's not possible. Right. So possibly a black hole. <laughs> You can only travel. Oh, yeah. You can only travel into the future, man. It, I didn't have that big of a problem with it. It was the way they use time travel in, in the movie was was kind of cool. Um, yeah, solid, solid recommendation. Matt was trolling me via text while he was watching it, and it pissed me off. Yeah, I could tell I pissed him off. I think I texted like I, I saw the plot twist in this piece of shit coming a mile away or something like that. Was, yeah, coming I got, from a year I got away. pretty pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I did like it. I think I logged it as a three point five. Well, because you didn't like Rust and Bone, and then well, you did like it, but you didn't think it was great. Yeah, I mean, it's the and same. You didn't same with this. Yeah. Trash humpers for what it is. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> well, that one. <laughs> Don't get me started <laughs> yeah. on trash humpers. Anyway, so we're running out of time here. How much do you have left, Travis? Uh, just a couple things. Okay, we we still need to play the Rotten Tomatoes game. So let's try. Yeah, you better keep key it in on the Thirteenth Warrior, man. No, I will in a minute. Uh, but first, I'll. I'll finish up on the other things. Two things. Uh, Mamma Mia. Chelsea made me watch this. It's garbage. Um, <laughs> this is the first musical I've seen that is bad and very bad. Mm. Like, it's just not... doesn't feel special or grand like other other musicals I've watched, like La La Land or... You know, Chicago. those have an like, epic feel. Yeah, a very big production, and it's like an event. But Mamma Mia, it doesn't look as good as those. Um, the choreography is not as good and though in this movie um the songs aren't very good and i feel like the director just didn't know what he was doing like i don't think he knows how to make a musical <laughs> uh i think i nodded off during part of it as well can pierce brosnan sing i've heard oh yeah <laughs> can he some sing? of the people who sing in this are so bad well because like i've it's, he's been compared to like russell crowe and, oh, and really? les mis you know just like he can't sing why is he in this movie is he is he bad he, yeah it's pretty bad so he is is he like is is he the russell crowe of mamma mia like because he has he sings quite a bit in it doesn't he uh, or does he just have like one song i think song? he has one song okay who's the main character in that is that amanda seafried yeah okay and then is meryl streep in it too or who's the yep she's in it okay 
but yeah, most of the most of the actors can't sing in it. It's just I don't know. I didn't like anything about it really. A couple of shots were cool. You know, he filled the space well, but other than that, <laughs> pretty terrible. I did read that they're going to make a sequel to this. Oh my god! So I'm sure Charles is excited, but <laughs> no. <laughs> and then uh, I saw the wall in the theater. Oh yeah, that movie I've been uh, clamoring about Piped the last on, few episodes. Yeah. That's with uh, John Cena. Can't yep. see him. What? You can't see me. You know, that's, that's the whole thing. You can't see I me. You can't see, can't see John you Cena. You watch wrestling, don't you? That's no. his thing. He looks at people and he, he waves his hand in front of his face. It's probably I won't play on watching the audio, but... <laughs> WWE. We're waving our hands. <laughs> yeah, our for faces. the listeners, we are doing John can, Cena's you signature moves. my audio. So anyway. <laughs> I, I didn't really watch wrestling by the time he came in. Oh, really? Yeah. I okay. had uh, jumped ship. Before well, then, anyway, did you did you like the wall? It was good, but uh, it's nothing great. Uh, it's pretty much a thriller that's very similar to Phone Booth. Most of the movie is uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character having a conversation with another character. I don't want to get into spoilers. Um, it's I like that he tried to do a war movie, but on a really small scale, and you could tell that he didn't really have a budget for it, but he still made it work. And it was pretty intense, but it just never really elevated. Just solid. Right. All the way it was it. it was entertaining, but Yeah, and John John Cena wasn't bad in it. Uh Aaron Taylor Johnson was pretty good in it. Uh the ending they definitely uh pulled the rug out from under you and I appreciate it for that. Um but yeah, I don't really have too much to say about it. Okay. And then Thirteenth Warrior is what Tom picked for the last Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. Thing, so how did you learn our language? <laughs> it is good. I, I did like it. Um, yes. I think some of the shots are really well done. Uh, mainly the use of lighting and uh, with there's like a lot of smoke scenes mm-hmm. and the torches are cool coming down the. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's good. Um, the basic plot is these thirteen warriors have to go destroy. What is it? the vendel i don't know the uh the it's eaters of the dead it's kind of like yeah like a mythic type of race okay. that they have to fight and they need someone who's not from i forget why he's so, so they special. need one who is not a north man yeah and they get delivered this news that this like ancient foe has reappeared in their homeland and they need to return and defend this king uh yeah, take it away the, Tom. <laughs> the, the seer you know like their prophet or whatever lady she says that the last warrior ha- can't be a, a northman all mm-hmm. the others volunteered and there's like this crazy like viking scene where everybody's stomping their boots and they're like i'll be the fourth man oh, right. <laughs> uh, which is awesome but uh antonio banderas is there he's an ambassador or he used to be an ambassador he got kicked out because he slept with somebody's wife or something He's like exiled, basically. I love how is he, he basically uh, an am badass adorer? Yes, he is because he <laughs> takes a big sword that he can't he can't carry because it's too big, a Viking sword, and then he hones it down and turns it into this like Arabian, like curved, oh, flashy right. sword. They show him struggling with a heavy sword, yeah, and so they funny. think he sucks, and then <laughs> he modifies it, and then he slays after that. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is awesome how he he. Uh, Describes how he learned their language. Yeah. By listening. <laughs> they just show like a sequence of three different like nights with them sitting around the campfire and he 
they start to uh the first campfire night you you can't understand what any of the characters are saying and then the next one like sometimes english kind of works its way in and then by the last one he's like insulting yeah. people in their own language <laughs> i listened <laughs> <laughs> but you did enjoy it so yeah it's good and um i appreciate that it wasn't two and a half hours long a lot of movies yeah. like this yeah. are very bloated but this was very lean right right to the point and good stuff thanks tom you're I, welcome now i own it so <laughs> <laughs> okay cool so that brings us to the end of the podcast. So we're going to close with another Rotten Tomatoes game. So it's my turn to pick the movie this time. And I didn't have anything prepared, so I had to pick from Travis's collection. But it did work out because I'm holding in my hand an unopened copy of Cloud Atlas. Hell yeah. Starring Tom Hanks, Halle Berry, Jim Broadbent. Uh, written and directed by Lana and Andy. What's uh, what's his, her name now? Because Andy... Is, all, is now trans now, right? as well, so yeah. I don't remember the name that she goes by now. It's Lana and something, but at the time it was Lana and Andy Wachowski, mm. uh, team behind so the just Matrix. Anne? I don't. I'm <laughs> Anne. Anne Wachowski. Uh, I love this movie. This is one of my favorites from the year it came out. It got pretty mixed reception. Yeah. Um, I guess I shouldn't say that because we're going to play a game. But you well, already, we already guessed. You already wrote. Um, it's kind but, of like Prometheus, very ambitious. I really, yeah, really ambitious. Really cool. The way the stories all blend together is done really well. There's a couple of small things that are not so great about it, but so that kind is like the Prometheus. pick. So I have your answers here. Tom guessed that the critic score for on for uh, Cloud Atlas is seventy seven percent. Lucky number seventy seven. Travis, you can win everyone with seventy seven. Went with seventy one percent. Shit. Actual Rotten Tomato score, 68. 66%. Oh, God. Oh, well, that's okay. I wanted to watch it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So Tom is going to be watching Cloud Atlas. It's pretty long. Can this so be like a coin to... toss where I can just, that I, I want to watch it? You could just watch it together. No, I'm just oh, kidding. <laughs> I, I want to watch it, Tom. Fuck you. <laughs> it's your movie. Just fucking watch yeah, it. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> so Tom's going to borrow that. So we'll report back next time, but. That's going to do it for this week. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Matt Sobreros. Uh, send us an email, which I forgot to fucking check before <laughs> we did the podcast. Uh, but you can send us an email, cinephilesdigest at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook. We're going to start ramping up and being more active now that the episodes are going to be coming out more consistently. So like us on Facebook. Uh, follow us on Twitter. I think it's at cinephiledigest on Twitter. I don't no think we're, less. Really, we're not really doing anything on Twitter right now, but no, we, we, have, we will. I think we have one follower. Yeah, I think it's, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you got to do... We, we know you're out there. Yeah, you're fine. Start following us. Um, so, yeah, that's going to do it for this week. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Oh, have we talked... Did we figure out what we're going to do next episode? Was that a conversation we had? Uh, there's a couple options. I'm going to check Pirates real is an quick. option. Baywatch is an option. I would prefer Baywatch if those so are the options. I, but I'd rather but... have something. I'm hoping there's Yeah, because if we happen. watch, I don't plan on seeing Pirates, but if I was planning on watching it, I'd want to go watch the old ones. And I don't really want to watch. You don't need to rewatch all of them. Just don't yeah, rewatch do. them. You don't no, no, to no, do no, that. no, no. I haven't seen four, and I've only seen the first three one time each. So, first one's still good. Yeah, it's the best one. So it it could be pirates. Oh, oh, Wonder Woman. It comes that comes out the Let's weekend. Let's see Wonder we're Woman. Recording. I want to see that. Yeah. All right. 
Let's do Wonder Woman. I think that'll, that'll be interesting. So, tentatively, next episode will be Wonder Woman. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Peace.